Uh, Mike, 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 check one two one two. Yizzo, what it do, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Mornings with Omar. Thank y'all for being here. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. We here, we made it. Happy Friday, everyone. I hope everybody's doing well, feeling well, looking well. Um, you know, I hope you're sleeping well. Hope you're eating well. Hope you're working out well. Hope everything is well, man. I hope everything is just good. Hope you your mind is right. Your mental state is 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 positive. If it's not, you need to change that. You know, we here, we made it. We episode thirty five. Thank y'all for for being here, man. If this your first time tuning in, then you know, thank you for clicking on this wherever you clicked on it at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, uh, uh, Pandora, wherever. Yeah, you know I mean, just I appreciate you. If you're a returning listener, then you know the vibes, man. You know what we do here. Uh, I, I appreciate y'all for being here, man. Like like always, man. Y'all come. From all over the place, y'all come from everywhere, and y'all listen to me on a on a regular basis. And listen, I'm grateful. It's a good weekend. The weather's supposed to be nice. Oh, everybody gets outside, gets some sunlight. You know, gets to enjoy some good weather. It's been cloudy, it's been rainy, man. But f all that, man. We here now. Thank y'all. Shout out to y'all. Episode 35, man. We here this morning with Omar. I'm your host, Omizi. You know, let's go, man. If you just waking up, get on up. If you in your car, then turn this up. You heard? You remind me of a girl that I dreamed of. If I was in love, I never been in love. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know if y'all ready for that. Let's keep it going though. Fuck you it. remind me of a girl that I dreamed of. If I was in love, I never been in love. You remind me, you remind me, you remind me of a girl that I dreamed of. You remind me, you remind me, you remind me of a girl that I dreamed of. You remind me of a girl, you the one type of girl that be vibing out the sun to sun. You don't man. do it for the gram, you do it just for fun. Wash your Mind face, your own business, nah, you, you don't be in none. Over time, working hard, you've been saving the gym, up. Then go ahead, get Talking another set in. Place, you're gonna be drunk as fuck. If you're on your Call way to work, just tell your while. boss, hey, I might be, be late. Then go and tell your friends, I might be the one. You remind me of a girl that I dreamed of. If I was in love, i never been in love. You the summer's coming. Of a girl that I dreamed of. The summer's if I coming. I've never been in love. You remind me, you remind me, you remind me. I'm ready for the summer, man. I don't know about y'all, but I'm definitely ready for the mother. Mm. Yo, listen, I don't, I'm from Pennsylvania, man. I don't really like the cold weather like that. And for real, for real, I think the winter slash spring kind of has been lasting way too long. Way, way too long. Like, I don't know what winter did to summer, but, yo, summer need to come with it. Like, F all that scared shit. Come on out, man. I need some sunlight. I need some 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 tank tops on. I need the sundresses out. I need the baby moms with the strollers out. I need to be on vacation by the beach. I need everything to be everything, man. Like, I'm. It's been cold way too long. Not to include that we can't be outside. I mean, we outside now, but back when it was cold, we still couldn't really travel like that. The, everything was kind of still funky and shit, man. Like, I don't really know, man. I don't really know, but summer, where you at, man? Where you at? We still here, though. Let's go, man. I ain't done. We got some shit to get to. A lot's going on. A lot's happening. A lot to talk about. We're going to talk about some things. Not everything, but some things. All right? So just bear with me. Just relax. Let's take things slow. We ain't got to rush this. 
don't want to be loud and obnoxious. I just want to talk to y'all. Alright? First, driving down a western road. Got a good idea. Shout out to the women that's taking men off child support. We got a round of applause, Dad. Shout out to everybody that's running the business. Shout out to everybody in school getting your degree, associates, bachelor's, master's, PhD, all the above. Had that pussy, it was back then. Put you on a fly, now I got that kitty trash. Shout out to all the nurses, I see you. Fellas, too. Fellow nurses. We all getting this money. Shout out to everybody in politics. That shit's very needed, not talked about enough, but we ain't gonna talk about it here. Shout out to you, though. I wanted to play a lot of old music, old school music, but I changed my mind when I, you know what I mean, when I started. I was like, we gotta, we gotta do some new shit, man. Be next time, next pod, we'll we'll take it back. You know what I mean? I, last time I did Usher, I did the Usher appreciation, but next time we just gonna run it back because there's a lot of new people that don't know nothing about the old shit, all the good music that was here before all this drill music. But that's next pod. This pod, we doing all new shit. You heard? And I got some Jones, man. I got some Jones for you. Push your T drop, blast drop, future drops tonight, today actually, not tonight. He out today, so can't talk about that. I ain't listened to it yet. But everything I did listen to, we gonna talk about. You know, life is all about balance, man. You gotta, you gotta be able to, you know, not only take care of others but take care of yourself at the same time. It's not easy to do, but you gotta prioritize things. You always gotta be number one. Money can't be number one. Your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health, all that has to be first. Then others, then family, then kids. But money is important. Hey, and still I wish you well. Me and Ari haven't talked about getting rich as hell. If Gabby want a purse, I'ma go bye bye. 
But she gon' rock that tail feather when she wears nail. She was right there by my side, my boy, I never feel. Words of advice while we was hiking through them breaking trails. Find you somebody that's down to hold you accountable. And rather than go back and forth with you, be understandable. Yeah. I got one I more for you. I got one more, then we gon' get started. I got one I more for you. I know, I know. This is hard, though. I've been jam dropping and she got you. Now I might start counting wildfires, which I'm flammable. This ain't Game of Thrones, my boy, I've never Rex been beneath. All I see is lessons, I don't never see defeat. This is a good one. Play and wipe the dirt off of my cleats. Battling these demons, them that turn me to a king. Oh, we are battling the obstacles of life, and I know we all going through shit, man. Different levels, different stages of life, but we all trying to reach the top. We all trying to make a difference. We can't give up now. If we give up now, then there's no hope for the ones that come after us. We gotta keep going, man. Balance. I said I got one more, so we gonna we gonna do this one more. And then we're going to start, all right? We're going to start. Here we go. This one for the ladies out there. This one for all the ladies that look like niggas ain't shit. I got one for y'all. You know I like R&B. It's called What a Lie. Sometimes, fellas, we ain't shit, and I can admit that. Yeah, I mean, we know when we ain't shit. You know when we be when we be playing, when we be lying, we running games. Sometimes we gotta do, we gotta see what we can get away with. You can't blame us, ladies. My bad. Here we go. I'ma let y'all rock. Episode 35, Mornings with Omar. We climbing up, man. We making moves. We getting there. But as I said, man, we're going to start with music like usual. Um, a lot of good music came out. A lot of good songs. I played a few just now. Uh, but like I said, uh, Pusha T drop. Dope album called It's Almost Dry. Uh, first, I'll start with the with the artwork, man, because I really do like the artwork of, of the album. It's it's on that Kanye vibe, you know, it's artistic, that Meek Mill's last project. If y'all remember that, um, I think it was called, like, Expensive Pain. Remember that artwork? It was some artist that did it. And this one, too, is almost dry. It looked like some fucking Bong Shui, uh, Fong Shui, uh, 
uh, fucking uh, what's his name? Ah, uh, whatever, man. It, it it's some artistic shit, man. And I, I like it, man. It's cool. But more importantly, the the album is good. The the features is good. The 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 delivery is good. The rapping is good. And for the longest, I tweeted this uh, when I was listening to it a few days ago. Like, I think I tried my best not to like push a T, you know, because I'm a big Drake fan. And sometimes, you know, as our favorite artists we listen to, we kind of defend them. But when it comes to somebody that raps for someone that makes music and shit like that, like when someone's a good rapper, you can't you can't like take that away from them, no matter how much you don't like them. Like I remember like a while back, a lot of people ain't like Russ. Um, because he raps, he sings, he's, he's not really black. I think he's like Italian or some shit. Um, and he got like a lot of hate for just, but he's good though. Like, so it's like, at some point you got to just appreciate people. It's like, all right, you good at what you do regardless. Like, like Justin Bieber, for instance, I don't like Justin Bieber, but I'm not going to sit here and act like he doesn't make good music, catchy music. He sings well, shit like that. Post Malone, another one, like he makes good, catchy music. It's dope, good features and shit like that. So it's like. Although I don't like people, I can still respect their artistic artistic skills and shit like that. So, push your T, like I said, anyway. Album's dope. It's called It's Almost Dry. It's 12 songs. I think his last project he did was only like four or five, six songs maybe. So, this is good. It's mainly all rapping on it. I don't think there's really any, like, slow R&B songs on here. Nah, none, none that I can remember. But it's definitely dope. Um, He got a song with Lil Uzi and Don Tolliver. That's one of my favorite songs on there. Um, he got the joint with Jay-Z, Neck and Wrist. I like that. I feel like Hov just talks different when he talks shit like that. Um, the first song, Brambleton, is dope. You know, when I was listening to it, I was like, let me see how many songs I could like off this. You know, I was just, you know, favoriting songs as I was going. And I'm like, damn, I like a lot of this whole album, so I might as well just download this whole shit. So I did, you know, but um, he got a song with uh, Kid Cudi and Kanye. Rock and roll, that shit's pretty hard, too. Uh, Cuddy, he recently said that he don't really fuck with Kanye, even though he's on a feature. You know how that music should go. People just throw you on a song, but they don't really, you know, they just email song. They're not really in the studio together. So, you know, regardless, it's still a, it came out to be a good song. Um, The last song, I Pray For You, is hard. It's all good. It's definitely all good. And I'm going to play a couple of the songs throughout the pod. So just stick with me, and y'all going to hear some of them shits. But moving on, Blast. Cali dude, he dropped the project. It's called uh, Before You Go. Um, I didn't even know he was dropping. So when I was listening to music, I think it was like over like earlier this week, and I saw he drop. I was like, oh shit, pleasant surprise. You know, I like Blast. I like I like what he do. You know, um, he reminds me of my boy Marcus uh, that I did the song with first time. I feel like they kind of got that same vibe, that same little delivery, and and it. it I like it, you know what I mean? So, shout out to my boy Marcus. He sounds a lot like Blast, or Blast sounds a lot like him, whatever, however you want to compare it. But, dope project. Um, same thing with Pusha T. I was listening to the to the album. I was favoriting songs. And by the time I favorited, like, four or five, six songs, the project's only 13 songs. I'm like, I like half this project, you know what I mean? So, I might as well just download it. And, same, I'm going to play some of the music from there, some of my favorite drones off there. But, Blast, Before You Go. Definitely a good album. Definitely a good vibe. He got some summer tracks on there. He got some just vibes on there that you could throw in a playlist, definitely. Um, so, you know, shout out to him. Definitely a good project. Vince Staples dropped a project. Another Cali dude. I feel like the Cali just, they was dropping today, or last week, I should say. 
Um, Ramona Park, Broke My Heart. I think last pod I played the song Rose Street. Yeah, I definitely played Rose Street last time. And I really liked that song. And I didn't even know a project was coming. I didn't even know that was like a single. So, you know, I listened to to Ramona Park, Broke My Heart by Vince Staples. And um, shit, I ain't even keep tracking what I'm doing here. One second. Um, I'm, I'm going to play, I'm gonna play the, one of these drums off Ramona Park, Broke My Heart. Just because I was, this was like really one of my favorite album that I listened to. Out of Pusha T, Blast, the singles I listened to and shit like that. This album really was like my favorite my favorite album that I, I listened to. Uh, so let me see what I'm going to play off this joint. Trying to think what I want to give y'all. Because it's really, I'll play this one. Um, this is called Magic, Vince Staples Mustard. I really fuck with it. But the whole project, like, it's like, it's that Cali shit, bro. Like, it's a different vibe. It's a different bounce. He talk different. He rap different. So, you got to really listen to it and just give it a chance. Hold on, let me talk. Let me, let me, you got to give it a chance because when you, from someone from me, like, being from the East Coast, it's like, like when I first listened to Nipsey, it's like, they don't rap how we rap, how East, East, East Coast people rap. I mean, it's real... They really got like a lot of it's like it's that it's that Cali swag, bro. That's what it is. It's that Cali swag in it. And if you if you too focused on Southern rap or or East rap or East Coast rap or you you just not familiar with the West and you're gonna be like eh, I don't really like this shit. But listen to the boy. The boy's nice. I'm gonna start this over. But yeah, magic. This shit hard. Ramona Park broke my heart. Vince Staples, it's called Magic. Let's go. What's it on that beat? Nope. Feeling like I'm floating to the ceiling. Is it magic? Baby, tell me why you disappearing. Is it magic? I won't never tell him how I did it. It was magic. Can you imagine? Honey in the mattress. Love the way I stack it. I can make it rain. Blue honeys, can you catch it? If somebody come through bluffing, I'ma blast them. And tell the police I don't know what happened. If I gave a fuck about a sitch, I'd always be broke. I never get to pull up in the bins with my locs growing up. We was post, so we hopped off that post With a gun trying to blow, trying to kick down your door But that's old news, spreading love now Sick of police lights, sick of gun sounds Niggas bread ain't up, so they come foul But it's handshakes, hugs when I come around Wow, funny style Hate to see a nigga smiling, hundred miles in Running through the bullet housing Moving mountains, fuck who I was thumping down with Gunning down shit, sitting in the back of crown Big so janky Know them niggas down the street still hate me Hope little baby know that she can't play me Dumb hoe, love costs but the game free Dumb hoe Feeling like I'm floating to the ceiling Is it magic? Baby tell me why you disappearing Is it magic? I won't never tell them how I did it It was magic Can you imagine? Money in the mattress Love the way I stack it I can make it rain blue honey. can you catch it? If somebody come through bluffing I'm a blaster That shit make the nigga wanna crip walk blow walk Be in the gang bro Cause that's like gang music. It's that's it's like yo, you over there, you bobbing to that shit, man. If I had a low rod, I'd play that shit, nigga. Yo, that shit hard, bro. And the whole album's fire. I'm gonna play a couple more tracks off that as we go through, but definitely that Vince Staples, Ramona Park broke my heart. Is it's my favorite album so far. I listened to this year. Outside of the weekends, um, Dawn FM. This is number two. So the weekend shit's like my R and B favorite joint so far. This Vince Staples shit's my favorite rap album so far this year. Hands down. So, 
Um, another more news about Vince Staples. He was in an interview. I can't remember who he was talking to, but he said that you know nobody knew where he lives. He's like his friends ain't know where he live. Um, like people just ain't know where he live. And he was like, why people need to know where I live? Like, why? Like, ain't no ain't no reason to know where I live. And when I first listened to that, I was like, that's kind of wild to to like not tell nobody where you live. Like, you don't want nobody at your crib. Like, cause always been the type of person that. You know, whether when it was I was in the military, <clears throat> when I was in the military or when I got out the military or even before the military. I mean, it was like always like to had functions at the crib. I always had to have I always like to have people come over, you know, have food, have drinks, nice little vibe. I always like to be the the uh, that person that, you know, what I mean, people come through, chill, have a nice vibe. You know what I mean, beautiful women, uh, fellas chilling, like just a nice vibe, nice ambiance and. And I was thinking, like, damn, you know what I mean, maybe, maybe it's 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 probably not best to let in a lot of people know where you live, because if if especially like for for someone that's that's famous, like Vince Staples probably lives in Cali somewhere in Cali, like we all know that a lot of people's cribs been getting run up in, and 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 I mean, pop smoke died in the crib, um, a couple other people you know, died at home while they was in their cribs and shit. Not because necessarily people knew where they lived, but, I mean, if people even get, like, the slightest clue of where you live and you a famous person, you may have got money, jewelry, whatever, valuables, people going to come up in there and, you know, just as I was thinking about, like I said, I was like, you know, it's probably best not to let too many people know where you live. Like, maybe my parents will know where I live and and – um, you know, my closest, closest, closest friends, um, siblings, of course, but yeah, man, I'm feeling for that. Like, it's like, I, I had to reconsider that. Like, maybe it's not a good idea to let a lot of people know where y'all live. You know what I mean? Cause you just never know what's going, what people's going to bring to your crib, whether it's, you know, them accidentally telling somebody like, let's say I, I bought a brand new quarter million dollar house. You know what I mean? Or half a million dollar house and you know, I'm living good, comfortably, and you know, I got a lot of a lot of good shit over here. And, you know, somebody that I'm close to tells somebody else, like, yo, yeah, Omar just bought this new crib over there and such and such and um yeah, he just he got this and he got that and that person tells another person tells another person. Now you now someone that you don't even know knows where you live and they plotting on you just based off of, you know, somebody just small talking your business, you know what I mean? So it's definitely something that stuck with me when I was listening to it. I ain't even watched the interview, but I mean, it was a clip, and I think he even posted the clip himself. Maybe it was like a uh, sponsored ad on on Instagram. So you know how that should be because you like this. Maybe you'll you'll like this interview. So whatever. Anyway, shout out to Vince Staples, man. Dope project, dope album. My favorite album so far. Um, and that shit's hard, man. Another joint I was playing earlier by No One Noah. It's called New Feeling. I think that was like maybe the second song I'll play. I never heard of this dude. I don't know who he is, but I'm definitely going to check out the project. The project is called You Should Come Over. I downloaded it. I just listened to the song recently, so that's why I played it. I ain't get a chance to listen to the whole album. If y'all don't know what song I'm talking about, it's, it's this one right here. It's like a, it's like a good vibe. It sounds like some ca- Canadian shit. This dude might be from Canada. I don't even know. I'm going to check on that. But it sounds like them Canada dudes, you know what I mean? Shout out to Party Next Door. We need some new music. I just thought about that. 
Um, but once y'all remember what song this is, then I'm a, I'm gonna move on. Driving down a western road. There's something about this. I like the bop. I like the vibe. I like the where the beat is. Yeah, I mean, no one, Noah, whoever you are, I fuck with this song. I'm gonna listen to the album. I fuck with the artwork. Shit different. And well, that it's really an EP. It's only like seven songs, so y'all know how that shit go. But um, let's see, let's see what else. I, there were some other songs, some other singles. That I did like and I did listen to um, our Aaron Ray, I think it's called Aaron Ray and D Smoke Got a song called The Mood That shit's hard The song I played earlier, What a Lie Justin, Justine Sky, I like that The Weeknd did an, a dope remix with with Katrinata I don't really know how you say that But they remixed the Out of Time song Out of Time's one of my favorite songs on there I'm gonna play a little bit just cause I want. I want to. Actually, I'll get that to y'all later, man. I'll, I'll give it to you later. Um, we're gonna go through some more music. Um, Eric Bellinger dropped a song called "Truly Yours." They got the um, got the game in it. Dom Ken- Dom Kennedy, Fabo, Dope John, um, PJ Morton dropped a song called "Be Like Water" with Stevie Wonder and Nas. At first, I was listening to the song and I was like, "Eh, I don't really know about the song." But then I'm like, "Yo, it's got fucking Stevie Wonder and Nas on this shit." And they killed that shit. So, I'm going to play that later. That song's hard as fuck. So, I mean, it's just like sometimes like you hear a song or you hear something or read something or, or watch something. And you like, you try not to like it. And I don't know why I try not to like things. Like, I really don't. But once I listen to it and I appreciate it, I'm like, bro, like, I be tripping, bro. Like, this shit is hard. So, definitely good music. And when Future's album is out, which it is out now. I'm going to play that, and we're going to talk about that soon, early next week. So just be on the lookout for that. But, yeah, man, definitely a lot of good music. Definitely, definitely some things to check out. And, you know, that's that, man. Moving on, you heard? So before we go, let's let's listen to something else. Fuck it. Let's keep it going. I said I was going to play this. I might as well play this. Still more to get to. There's still a lot to talk about. I'm gonna try to get through it all in a, in a in a reasonable fashion. The last few months I've been working on me, baby. There's so much trauma in my life. Hey, hey, Meg the Stallion, stop lying, man. Stop saying you ain't fuck Tory Lanez. We know you fuck Tory Lanez. You can go to talk to Gail King if you want and 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 act like. Give us some crocodile tears and say, No, I ain't have a sexual relationship with that man. You sound like motherfucking. Yo. Get out of here, bro. Got that gag order in that man so he can't speak, but real niggas know. This shit made me want to go to the club, you heard? Okay, man. So moving on, yo. Um, yo, Snowfall season, season. I think it's season five, episode ten. It dropped last week, and I know everybody that like feeling like me who watched the show is in a frenzy right now. Cause God dang, how they do my man Franklin like that? 
damn, bro. Like, my man, was he just got out the game. I just told y'all that, you know, he was trying to get out. He was trying to just, you know, ease his way out. Um, His aunt took over, and he used that that chance to be like, yo, Teddy, I'm out of here. You know what I mean, it was good doing business with you. I hope that we could leave amicably and, and no hard feelings. You know I mean, I made my money. You made your money. The the the, the war is was well funded. You know what I mean, and this nigga Franklin, not Franklin, this nigga Teddy, just wouldn't let my man Franklin be great, yo. Like he took all my man, bruh. Spoiler alert: if you haven't seen it, man, definitely need to check out the last episode. And I can't wait for the next season. But yeah, man. So Teddy took all Franklin's money. I think he said he had like thirty. Was it thirty million? 20 or 30 million and he took it all and and this nigga Franklin started turning up boy he started robbing everybody he started robbing his own family members to try and get this bread back he's just like yo let me know where Teddy is because I need to see this man yo he gotta speak to me he ducking me he dodging me he acting like he don't know what I'm talking about and I need this money back man it's 30 million boy like what you mean and Teddy, like, yo, he trying to get back into the CIA. So he like, yo, I I, I got this money and I'm trying to donate donate it to the CIA. Let him know, like, yo, Teddy, a, he a real, he a real douchebag, bro. Because it's like, you, you caping so hard for the CIA who kicked you out, put you to the curb, said you ain't shit, you can't come back here. Now you're just a contractor. And you so... Uh, G.I. Joe that you like, man, I'm a fuck over somebody who really helped you out time and time again. And you're going to do him dirty. And then the Mexican ball, what's his name, man? Uh, oh, Damn. Yo, I swear, yo, like, I know a lot of things. And then when I start this podcast, it's like I forget everything, bro. Like, everything just slips my mind, and I have no recollection of anything. But... Um, y'all know who I'm talking about. What's the name? <sighs> Fuck. I can't remember, bro. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Franklin called him like, yo, bro, help me out. Set me up with Teddy. You know what I mean? Y'all doing business still. I need to know where he's at. He fucked me over. He's going to fuck you over. So, you know I mean, let me let me know where he's at before, you know, he gets a chance to fuck you over. He turned him down and said, no, I can't help you, man. I'm still doing business. He's plotting his own escape with his girl and, his, and, and, their, and her kids and shit like that. And lo and behold, when he's he's stashing all his money, loading it up, ready to leave and dip out the country, or I don't know if they leaving the country, but they ready to dip out of out of L.A. Police, DEA, run up on him, arrest him too. So it's like Teddy's really fucking everybody over who's trying to. I don't even know if he's fucking everybody over because the aunt, who I can't remember her name right now, because my brain just doesn't want to work. Um, it seemed like they business is still doing well, but as far as Franklin and the Mexican dude, like he's fucking them over. Like I can understand why he probably wants to fuck Franklin over, but what's up with the Mexican boy? Like he could have, y'all could have, y'all was still doing business. So there was really no reason to, for him to even mess him over like that. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. I don't get it. But my season six predictions is that Franklin finally confronts Teddy, he kills Teddy, he gotta kill Teddy, especially if he don't get his money, um, he confronts him about his dad, did you kill my dad, Teddy probably ends up telling him, yes, I killed him, 
I had to kill him. You know I had to kill him. Um, Teddy probably gets back into the CIA. He probably gives them probably half half of Franklin's money and says, yo, here's $10 million or, or so, and, you know, let me back into y'all good graces. CIA lets him back in because, I mean, it's $10 million. You can't turn that down. But they probably kind of still keep him on the leash a little bit and, you know, scapegoat him if they need to. Um, Jerome, and I still can't remember the other, the aunt's name for whatever reason. Um, they probably, like, start beefing with Franklin, of course, because Franklin then robbed them from all they shit, or most of they shit. And, yeah, now now it's beef. Now it's, nobody wins, wins when the family feuds. So, you know, that shit's not going to end well. Um, Leon and, and, and old girl, they probably dip up out of there and try to start a new life. Franklin might call him back like, yo, I need you. I need you to do this. He'd probably tell him like, bro, you know, I'm on some spiritual journey and shit. He probably in Africa or some shit. He might come back midway season and shit like that and help Franklin out, get back. You know what I mean? His money or, or whatever he needs. But you know, I'm definitely looking forward to it regardless. Cause that season just left us on a cliffhanger, and I hate when 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 seasons do that, when series do that. Like, come on, bro! Like, you know what I'm here for? I'm trying to watch this fucking show and see what the hell happens. So, that's that, man. Anybody that ain't watched the last episode or last season of of Snowfall, please check it out. It's on Hulu. Every all the episodes are out now. It's definitely worth the watch. So, yeah, for sure. Um. Another thing, I was on Hulu. I ain't see too much because I ain't watched too much recently, but I did watch a movie called Deep Water with Ben Affleck and some other female who I don't know, but she did a good job acting in. She's a beautiful person, so shout out to her. But the movie was based off, you know, Ben Affleck and this female, they were married and they had a kid together, but the women liked to she liked to fuck other niggas, bro. Like, she liked to be with other dudes. She liked to... You know, hook up casually and just have male friends that she did things with. Ben Affleck was the husband. Y'all got to watch this. So if you haven't seen this, it's really good. It's like one of those psychological thriller type of movies. Um, Ben Affleck, he's the type of man in the movie, at least, where it's like, yo, I don't ask my wife questions about about certain things. I let her do what she wants to do. She wants to, like, he gives her that autonomy to, like, do what she wants. They married, so it's just like, I mean, he's well off. He's rich. He like created some something that was just worth a lot of money, and he don't even work for real. Like he just super chills with his daughter, and you know, I mean, does his own thing. Um, but yeah, his wife is just out here, Lottie Dottie. Yeah, you know I mean, fucking everybody. She having a lot of friends and shit like that, and she's just doing what she wants. It's just she had one this this week. It's one nigga. She. Like and he sees like Ben Affleck in the movie like, like she'll invite she'll invite the dude over to the crib like hey this is my husband, whatever his name is and this is my friend you know, and they'll just go into like another move another room have a little drink be kissing and shit and Ben Affleck uh, come bring them a drink and shit like it's a wild ass movie like I'm watching this shit like bro what the fuck like this dude is really on some other shit like he's just watching his wife do this shit so. Uh, I'm thinking it was some type of cuckold shit where it's like when I was seeing the trailer, I'm like, he probably likes to watch his wife, you know, make out with other dudes, fuck other dudes. It's probably like some sexual gratification and shit. Probably turns them on and, you know, they, they, 
then he fucks her, her his wife after like you know she fucks another nigga type shit. But no, no, not at all. Like he wasn't even having sex with his wife. Like they wasn't even sleeping in the same room. So it's just it's really like some some whole other shit. Like you you wouldn't even expect like how his position in the relationship. So it's definitely crazy. I'm not going to say too much more about the movie, but it's definitely good. Check it out. It's called Deep Water on Hulu. I enjoyed it. Um, my girl, she was watching it with me for a little bit. She watched most of it, but then she was like, eh, I don't really. I mean, she said she didn't like it, but she already watched like an hour of it. So it's just like, I think she just wanted to do something else. So I like the movie. And if you, if the movie sounds good to you, check it out because I thought it was good. Um, before we go into uh, something else, man, let's. Let's play another song, man. And I told y'all that we got some bops here, so we're gonna switch gears in a second. Enjoy this song. It's called "In the Morning" by Nia Sultana. Nia, Naya, whatever. Y'all ever look at a girl's butt and be mad you look? Everybody be like, God damn, I'm sorry. I ain't even mean to look at that ass. I wasn't even nothing to look at. I feel like naturally, my girl would probably hate me if she heard this. Like, I don't even look at women's ass just to, like, on some sexual pervert shit. Like, I just do it. I don't know why I do it. It just happens. I don't want them. I don't want to, like, fuck them. I just look at ass. I just like ass. But some ass I look at, like, I'll be in Walmart or I'll be at the gym. I hate going outside, but that's besides the point. I'll be in the gym or I'll be, like, just out and about. And I look at somebody's ass, I'm like, damn, you ain't got no ass. Sorry. I'm sorry I even looked at that. Like, I'm probably working on that. And I just looked at it prematurely. So I apologize, man. Like, I'm going to try to do better and I'm going to try not to, you know what I mean, judge y'all women based off y'all uh, asses, you know what I mean, because... I'm a super feminist and I believe in women's rights. Holla. I be feeling bad, bro. I do. Random thoughts. All right, man. Listen, listen, listen. I know that, like, sometimes I be I be talking about this finance shit and I be like, yo, people need to start investing as black people, especially, like, we already far behind and on a curb of of being wealthy and owning stocks and, and investing in the market and shit like that. And excuse me, I talk to people, where's my water at? I talk to people and I'd be like, bro, like 
Do you do you invest? And a lot of people are like, nah, I don't fuck with the stock market or I'm getting money. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I don't understand that. And it's just like, I feel you, bro, because I was in the same position. Like, I didn't know nothing about the stock market. I didn't know nothing about investing. I didn't know, like, like anything about owning stocks. My parents ain't teach me about owning stocks. My schools ain't teach me about, you know, investing and owning stocks. And to think that, you know, we're already so far behind in, in just in the financial literacy. And I think it's one of the one of the fields and lanes that I really want to take in and, and preach to others. You know what I mean, I, I have a strong passion. I feel like I have like a healthy obsession with with investing in the stock market and and learning about this shit because it's just like, man, if I could just 10 years ago, 10 years ago when I was 20, if I could have been able to invest in the stock market, then I would have to be probably close to a millionaire, no lie, no cap. Because if I would have learned then what I'm learning now, not only would I know more than I know now, I would be so much further ahead than than I am now, obviously. I mean, it's just, it's it's simple math. One plus one equals two. So, you know, I got some tips that I thought would be helpful just when you're starting out into the stock market, okay? So, um, these are just like five methods that I've, I've, I've read, I've, I came up with myself and I kind of integrated between things I've heard others do and what I feel is best for me as well. Um, so, uh, generally speaking, I mean, the stock market is, is, and if, if I'm, if, if you're like some fucking stock market expert out there and you're listening to me and you're like, this nigga don't know what he's talking about. You're right. I probably don't know what I'm talking about, but this is just how I perceive things. Okay. So shout out to all you fucking professionals out there. All right, so generally speaking, stock market is just like a place where companies are publicly traded. You know what I mean? Um, so company Apple, for instance, uh, is a publicly traded company. People can invest in the company. The company uses that money to, you know, put towards bettering the company. The company may pay dividends out to the shareholders for investing in the company. It's like a return on investment. Um and, you know, you can get into the stock market, you get into the company at many levels. So some people like you can buy like fractional shares of a company where you put like $10, uh, $10 towards a company. Like, so like, for instance, like your IRAs, your, your retirement funds and all them shits, those are like investment accounts. Maybe you don't really manage the accounts because you don't know nothing about it, but somebody is managing that account and someone is investing your money into the market unbeknownst to you or to your knowledge. Yeah. You know I mean, so it's really like taking control of, I, I've been, I feel like I've been preaching this. Hopefully I've, this is what I've been talking about on this podcast. Um, taking control of where your money goes, bro. Like being aware of, all right, I made X amount of dollars this month, or I'm going to make X amount of dollars this month or this quarter or this first six months. Like however you get paid. Yeah. You know I mean this year I'm going to make this. Budgeting is so important to just being able to invest in the stock market. You know what I mean? Because you can't just willy-nilly throw all your money into the stock market and say, hey, 
yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to flip all it. I'm going to buy 100 shares of Apple, and I'm going to just hold it for a month, and, and by God, this money, this, this stock better make me money. I mean, you can't just do that. Like, you got to have knowledge, and you got to have a plan, and you got to have, um, like, you got to do your homework to get into the stock market. So here we go. These are my five methods to getting into the stock market and, and just starting out. So in no particular order, do the homework, okay? Whatever company you're, 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 you're trying to thinking about investing in, whether it's Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, Tesla, uh, your electric company, or uh, waste management like the trash people, or Costco, or Chipotle, or Alta Beauty, or NVIDIA, or, like, there's so many, so many companies out there. Whatever, like, whatever you you have an interest in, whatever, Coca-Cola, like, whatever you really like and you enjoy the products of, because every day we're buying something or we're, we're using something, you know what I mean? If you're using your phone, you have a Samsung phone, you have a Google phone, you have an Apple phone. Um, you're using AT&T service, you're using Verizon service, you're using T-Mobile service, um, using Walmart service. Uh, like, you, you're getting out of bed, your bed is probably made from, like, Walmart sheets or, or Bed Bath & Beyond sheets or um, at home or, like, wherever you're getting your products from, the company is probably a publicly traded company. I mean, that's 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 where I'm getting at with this. Um like the drinks in your fridge, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, uh, your car, Ford, Toyota, Volkswagen, Tesla. I mean, like you're using all these products every day, all these brands. Louis Vuitton, um, who makes Hennessy and, and, and clothing, obviously, and, and accessories and shit like that. So all these things are, are companies that you can invest in if you just look, if you just do the homework Find out how much these stocks cost per price, like per per share. Um, figure out, do they pay dividends? How often do they pay dividends? Like, you can go, free, like, we all got, most of us got iPhones or the, an app store. You know what I mean, you can Google this shit or you can just download the apps. Yahoo Finance. Um, they have the revenue. Like, if you use Yahoo Finance, which I do. You can pull up Apple or Amazon or Microsoft, whatever. You can see what the revenue is, how much money they're bringing in. You can see their earnings, how much their earnings are. You can see what their expenses are. You can see what their dividends are, when their dividends are, are paid out. You can go back like five years and say, okay, for the past five years, they paid out dividends four times a year in March, June, September, and December. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's what Apple does. Apple pays out dividends February. May, August, and November. I mean, and for the past couple of years, their dividend's been $0.22 cent per share. So if you own 100 shares of Apple and it's May, which it's coming up, they just had like a earnings, I think, and um, they're paying out the dividends. It may be $0.22, cent, it may be a little higher. The last couple of times was $0.22. Cent. So if you've got 100 shares and you're holding it, I'm going to hold this shit till dividends come. Twenty-two cent times times one hundred twenty-two dollars. You made twenty-two dollars on your investment of owning a hundred shares, and a hundred shares of Apple's roughly about one hundred sixteen thousand dollars and five hundred cent. 
Now, 16000 is a lot of money. I'm not going to sit here and act like it's not a lot. But realistically, I mean, you could own like 10 shares of Apple. You know, that's only $1,600 or so, right? I mean, I, I believe so. Let me, let me just do some simple math and make sure that I ain't tripping. Yeah, 1600 Okay. So um, you ain't got to put $1,600 in Apple right now. But what you can put into Apple is fifty dollars. I like to think of, I like when I like when I invest in stocks. So first method is do the homework. That's that's what we're gonna use. And and now I'm gonna just say some side shit, okay? Uh, and y'all can write this down too, just because I mean this is important shit. This is financial talk. This is financial literacy. I'm trying to get everybody financially free. Um, so yeah, Apple. If if, if you could put, I like to think about it like like. Drugs or or this is like drug talk, okay? But it's not drug talk, okay? So some people that smoke weed, they like to buy Ace, right? Ace, wherever you're from, could range from twenty five dollars to forty dollars. And if you're really somewhere where they taxing you, then maybe you paying fifty sixty dollars for an eighth. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to the dispensary, you might be paying like sixty dollars an eighth, okay? So Apple stock, right, is a hundred. I'm going to pull it up just so I, I get accurate numbers, okay? Because I want to show you how easy this is to invest. So an eighth is one divided by eight, right? That, that's an eighth, right? That's point one two zero point one two five. So if you go on Robinhood, which is where a lot of people invest at, you got Robinhood, you got SoFi, you got TD Ameritrade, you got the Charles Schwab shit. Like, there's plenty of platforms that you can choose. And I'm sure they probably all do this the same way. So you go into wherever you go and you're going to buy your stock at, and you go buy to number of shares. You could put in, at least on Robinhood, 0.125. That is an eighth of a share of Apple. And that is going to cost you $20 for an eighth of Apple. Okay? So you telling me, and and some people you can't afford this twenty dollar investment. I and and I don't fault you for that because you know, you're you're not put in a position to be able to afford this. But if you are able to afford this, some people buy eighth every day, some people buy an eighth every week, some people buy eighth every couple of days of weed this is that I'm talking about. I mean, or or eighth of whatever. This is only twenty dollars. Some people spend twenty dollars at at Starbucks or Ch- Chick-fil-A, Chipotle. Uh, my boy told me he went to Chipotle the other day got a meal was $15. I see why Chipotle stock is worth like over a thousand dollars. I mean, so an eighth of Apple, like I said, is $20 and one cent today. Um, tomorrow it could be maybe 1989 or 2122. Like the stocks don't move that crazy unless like there's like some big gigantic news that comes out. Um, so you can invest $20 a day. I mean, not $20 a day, $20 a week, okay, into Apple, and in two months, you'll have one whole share of Apple. I mean, because you buy eighth of it, it's only $20. You need to fill up eight, eight of those four weeks in a month. Two months, you'll have a whole share of Apple. So in a year, you do the math. You can see how, how much it's going to take you uh, – 12, six shares. You'll probably end up with six shares of Apple 
at the end of the month if you invest $20 a week into it. You know what I mean? And give or take, that may be a little more than six shares or it could be just below six shares. You know what I mean? Because the stock market moves. Um, so that's that. Some people like to buy quarters, and I'm not going to beat y'all to death with this, but I just want to expound on this a little bit more. Some people buy quarters of weed, which could range you from whatever, um, $40 to like $70, kind of depending on where you live and the environment you're in. So a quarter of Apple right now is $40, okay? And if you bought in a month, you can obviously have, if you invested uh, $40 a week, in one month, you'll have a whole share of Apple. So that kind of cuts it in half uh, the time it's going to take for you to get a whole share of Apple. I mean, and last last thing I'll do is just uh, a half, okay? And in drug talk, a half a week could range you from like $60 to like $90, maybe 100 depending on where you live. I don't know. But I'm just saying a half of half of Apple is 80 bucks. Some people pay that every week. On, on drugs and things that aren't really beneficial to your financial freedom. Some people pay that in, you know, on bottles. A bottle of Henny um, might be like 80 bucks. Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy, that's another stock that you can invest in. Um, you know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, instead of buying a bottle, you can actually buy into the company. That's neither here or there. Half a share of Apple is 80 bucks. In two weeks, you'll have a whole share of Apple. In a month, you'll have two shares of Apple. So what I'm saying is that this shit is not hard. You just have to do the homework. You have to be like, okay, how much is it? How much can I afford? How long? Okay, let's let's go back now before I move on to the next, next, next method. All right. Method number two, have a plan, okay? So this goes into the how much can I afford? How much do I want to? buying right now what is my target goal like how much what what number do i want to come in at if apple stock is at 160 right now do i want to wait till it gets to 158 in buy-in do i want to wait till it gets into 159 50 in buy-in do i want to hold it until 165 and sell it do i want to hold it for the rest of my life and just never sell it like have a plan to what you're what you're going to do with the stock that you're buying i mean are you going to hold it for the week and, and, and like I said, flip it into something else? Like, whatever your plan is, is your plan. But have a plan, okay? Don't just willy-nilly. When I first started investing in stocks, I just bought in, held shit, hoped it went up, and sold it if it did go up, and just sold it if it went too low. And I was like, fuck, I got to get out of here because I'm losing too much money. So I didn't have a plan when I started out investing stocks. I was just... Buy shit. I ain't do no homework. I ain't research shit. I ain't see the revenue. I ain't check out the dividends. I ain't see like you know read the news on the on the stocks. I ain't really pay attention to nothing. I was just buying shit, paying attention to the internet. Internet says, hey, this stock's about to go crazy. I buy it, hold it, hope it went crazy. I, I I did a lot. I did a lot of hoping early on in my investing. So don't make that mistake I did. Okay, no hope, just plans and homework. Okay. Next step, next method, method number three, learn the charts, okay? This is going to change your life significantly. Shout out to my man, Kenny, who joins the show often. He, he, he showed me how to set up my chart on TradingView, and, you know, it made a life of a difference. And be on the lookout because 
I'm gonna get Kenny, and we're gonna like record this as a as a thing, and I'm gonna upload it to YouTube on how to set up your chart on TradingView, what to look for, what to read, and and how to know when a stock is gonna go up or go down. Okay, if you already know about charts, if you already learn charts, if you already learn about candles and shit like that, the highs, the lows, if you already know all that shit, and you got a, a method to it, just stick with what your method is. But for people that don't know. I'm going to try to get that out next week, no later than, and I'm going to post it, and I'm going to let you all know when, and I'm going to show you how to set up your chart, and I'm going to show you how to re- teach you how to read the chart, and it's going to make a world of a difference. You ain't never got to guess with this, with the stock market. You ain't never got to say, oh, man, is this shit going up today? It's, you, you, you really only got to, if you're going to, like, trade, I'm going to teach you how, how I've learned to trade, and if it works for you, it works for you, so... Method number three is just learn the charts. If you don't know the charts, stick around. Um, stay tuned, I should say, and I'll let you know when that shit is live and available for you. Okay? Uh, method number four is take your feelings out of it. There's no feelings in the stock market. There's no emotions, No none of that. You, you, you just got to take it out completely. Because like I said, early on in my investing, I did a lot of hoping. Hope is a feeling. Hope is a mood. Hope is an emotion. That you have, and you can't buy a stock and hope that it goes up, because there's people out there who's actually being masterminds to this shit. They're calculating, they're 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 doing the homework, they're doing the research, they have a plan, and you're over there hoping. Yeah, you know I mean, so don't don't fall victim to the hope. Don't fall victim to when you see the you you open up your phone and you see your stock is down twenty five dollars. Um, or $2,500 or $250 or whatever, like, number you at. If you got a plan, stick to the plan. And that gives me to method number five. Stick to the plan, man. If you got a plan, stick to it. Don't, don't, don't alter your plan. I mean, if you have to alter your plan, alter it. But don't get paranoid and don't lose patience because the stock market is a, is a waiting game sometimes. There's plenty of times I, I had a stock that started to go down a little bit. I freaked out. I sold it. And then before the, like, before the day's over, the stock made profit. You know what I mean? So it's just really like, and this is before I, I learned the charts and everything. This is, so you really have to combine all of, all, all of them to really get a good result. And there's probably more methods than just these five. But these are the main five that I feel like will get you going and get you started and put you in the right direction. So if you got a plan, if you say I'm going to buy this stock at fifty nine dollars, I'm going to hold it until it gets I'm going to buy 100 shares of this stock at fifty nine dollars. Um, and I'm going to hold it until it gets to sixty three dollars and it gets to like fifty seven fifty and you already lost like. Forty, fifty, sixty dollars and shit. Don't freak out because. You know, pay attention to what the stock is doing. Pay attention to what people are doing. Maybe people are trading down for, you know, the past two hours, but in the next three hours, they might be trading up, you know. So, you know, stick to your plan, watch the charts, learn the charts, read the charts, and you'll be okay, man. And those are my five methods to just getting into the stock market. Do the homework, learn the charts, have a plan, Take your feelings out of it and stick to the plan, man. That's that's that. That's simple. And and you shouldn't go wrong with that. Okay.
Um, a lot of big news in, in the market this week. Uh, Microsoft, I think, reported earnings. Amazon, I think, reported earnings. Apple reported earnings. Um, Disney has been going down, 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 like Nelly and Country Grammar. Um, I don't know if it has to do with that whole Florida remove, trying to remove their special tax, whatever. I don't know, but you do got to pay attention to the things that you're going to invest in, okay? So you can't just buy stocks, hold it, and say, oh, I'm not going to fucking, I'm not going to pay attention to anything. Like, you really only got to pay attention in the stock market either when it opens to about the afternoon time. You know I mean, 12, 1 o'clock. You know I mean, if you're going to sell, then you got to decide to sell, obviously, before 4 o'clock when the market closes. So I would sell around like, this is just my preference. I'm not a professional. This is a disclaimer. All investments are a risk. You know I mean, you got to do them shits at your own. Don't try to come sue me saying Omar told me to do this. Like, you got to do your own homework. I'm not a professional. I'm just telling you what could possibly work. And what I've seen work for other people. Okay. Um, so if you're going to sell. Sell at like 3 o'clock bro. Because if you're reading the charts. And you pay attention. You're going to know. What the stock's going to do. At that point. That's late in the day. So you're going to know. If you're going to buy. Wait around until about 11.30. I mean 11, 11.30. That's when you should make your buys. Because. Then you're going to see the trajectory. Whether stocks are going up. Going down. We're just straddling along. You know what I mean? So there was plenty of times I just jumped in the market too soon. Like when it opened 9.45, 10 o'clock, something goes up crazy. I'm like, oh, shit, that shit's high. It's probably about to take off. This is before I learned the charts. And I would buy it. You know what I mean? And that's just like the beginning of the market. You know what I mean? The market only been open for 30 minutes. And I bought in at a high-ass price. And by 11, 30, 12 o'clock, this stock is down. So it's like, fuck. Now I'm fucked myself because I got this stock. I got a high average cost. And now I got to try to fucking buy more to lower this cost. I'm already fucked. You're already playing from behind. So just wait. Don't don't panic and either buy too soon or sell too soon because you never know what the market's going to do. You have to pay attention to whatever you're invested in. Okay. That that should be method number six. Pay attention. That is method number. We're going to mark. We're going to write that down right now. Pay attention to what you're invested in. Okay, you don't have to pay attention to all the market, to everything. um, But these are the things you should pay attention to. The SPY, which is like one of the main big uh, U.S. stocks. It keeps track of all like the top companies and what they're doing. If that shit's down, the market's probably going down. I mean, most of the market, because most of the biggest companies in, in America's tech companies, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Tesla, uh, NVIDIA, like shit like that. I think NVIDIA. Um, so like those big names, Netflix used to be a part of it. Facebook used to be a part of it. They still kind of are, but when them shits start to plummet, that shit weighs on the market. So you pay attention to the SPY. That's the ticker symbol. That's one of the things you got to learn is like the ticker symbols and like the volume and the dividends and like, uh, it's a lot of shit. That's why I say do your homework, okay? Um, the SPY, QQQ, okay? Um, you could pay attention to like NASDAQ and Dow Jones if you want, but SPY and the QQQ, if them shits are going up, the market's in a good shape. If them shits are going down, market's in a bad shape. Um, and if y'all look at the charts for the past 
three months to a year or whatever, you're going to see that the market's been trading down for a long time. A recession is coming. It's imminent, okay? I don't know if it's, like, it's, it's, it's imminent, all right? It's like an imminent risk to all of us. And if you're not paying attention, if you're not aware of that, you can't trade right. I mean, you can't, you can't buy a bunch of fucking, like, tech company. You can't invest a lot in a tech company when the tech market is down right now. Like, you can't do it. Like you could buy it at a low price and just hold it, but you might be holding that shit for a long time because, like I said, this recession is imminent. And if you're holding a tech company throughout a recession, you're probably not going to make too much money. So you should probably wait until like the recession is either here and start to buy shit at a low price because you can make money in the down market or up market. You just got to know what to invest in. And we're going to talk about that at a later time. I don't want to talk too much more about this investing shit because I've been talking about it for like 20 minutes now, but that's that. Okay. So just keep track of that. If you got to rewind this, rewind this. I started this talking about this at like 44 minutes till now. So just pay attention, go back, re-listen, and be just stay tuned because more is coming. I'm going to really help everyone get into this financial space, all right? Um, and more finance, market news. Elon Musk bought Twitter recently um, for like $44 billion, I think I think it was. Twitter went up, and like in stocks, Tesla went all the way down in stocks. I don't know if it's because of him buying Twitter. I don't know if it's because people were just trying to spite him. I don't know if it's because it was revealed that Bill Gates had a short on Tesla. Um, but, yeah, Tesla went all the way down. Tesla was at, like, 1500 just a few days ago, like last week. And that's just down to, like, 860 or some shit. Like, it's, it's all the way down. So, I mean, you got to be mindful of the things you invested in. Tesla's one of those stocks that just kind of goes up and down like crazy. It's not something I can fuck with right now. But, I mean, if, if, you, if you feel like... Tesla's your thing and that's your jazz. By all means, do your homework and, and follow the methods, bro. Um, okay, that was a lot. And I thank y'all for just like bearing with me for that. So here we go. Let's play some music. Let's take a little break from that. And this is Put Your T, Scrape It Off. Lil Uzi, Don Tolliver. Let's go, man. This morning with Omar. You still listening, you still here, and I appreciate you. We ain't done yet, we still got a lot to get to. Let's go. Tell me what I gotta do Pull up in a bucket cool One for me and one for you Yeah, like what the motherfuck's a roof Yeah, I'm off the chain, don't cut me loose Yeah, I'm off the chain, I'm off the noose Yeah, get him picked off Bentley white like cotton Residential so good, my doors don't gotta lock em. Watch the dirty money with oxy I miscount cause I'm off of oxy yeah, these niggas faker than a damn proxy Call my shooter, he said copy Get that nigga plucked like a boogie I like riches, hit like nookies How the fuck you ain't scared of no nigga But you scared to put on your hoodie Man, my buzz like, like Woody I just scraped it off the top Cut it out the road, out the earth, out the block I was already sold, out of work by 10 o'clock Too deep in the streets, felt that baby, the mental line Whenever she calls, the word I gotta do I'm moving with a two, I paid it out of four Toys, Convoy, Convoy. 
carrots on my neck, my boy. That a hundred bunny rabbits tryna get my boy. From the cabbage I collect, my boy. Heard you niggas is gorillas, let me check, my boy. Say nothing silly, you regret, my boy. Cause we got banana clips on the text, my boy. And I can send it in a text, my boy. Thumbs up or the emoji with the flex, my boy. Personalize every threat, my boy. Toll free, that's the wreck, my boy. And if you need a couple keys, I'm the connect, my boy. Off the top, I just scraped it off the top. Cut it out the road, out the earth, out the blood. I was already sold, out of work by 10 o'clock. Too deep in the streets, felt the pain, but it meant a lot. All right, y'all. We back, man. Um, I just want to talk about last year for a second, bro. 2021, okay? This was, I don't know about y'all, but for me, it was a very, very, like, spiritual year. You know what I mean? Things didn't go the best. Had a lot of hardships. I lost my brother. Rest in peace to pork. I miss you. Um, Fucking, I, I got a girlfriend. The first time in a couple years. I mean, I had two girlfriends in like 2020. Um, but they were dating and I just kind of joined in on them. So I won't I won't really call them my girlfriends, but I it was like a little fun time. So I got my first girlfriend in like four years, I mean, in three years or so. So that was a new experience. I lost my brother, that was a new experience. Um I dropped out of college, that was a new experience. I mean, I'm gonna go back, so uh bear with me. Um Got a new job. I traveled across the fucking country. I made plenty of trips. I went to Africa. Um, Like, I did a lot of shit last year, and a lot of shit happened to me. I went through a lot of experiences. So, I don't know about anybody else out there. Yeah, I mean, we kind of got COVID up out of here a little bit. Oh, excuse me. So, yeah, man, 2021 was definitely a spiritual year. It definitely changed a lot of my mindset, a lot of my thinking. It made me more, you know, business affluent and... You know, it got me back into like, you know, relationship mode and family mode and, and, you know, trying to just be a better person, travel more, be out more, do more, um, not be satisfied with just like, you know, basics and regular shit and, and, and trying to take things to another level, you know? Um, so for 2022, it's still early on. It's only, we're only in the fourth month of this year. So I want us all to define this year. I mean, what is this year going to be used for? Yeah, I mean, because like I said, next year, a recession is imminent. Things aren't going to be normal. This might be the last little bit of normal we get, you know? So I want us all to use this year to not only, like, save as much money as we can because, you know what I mean, gas is going up and it's been going up. It kind of mellowed out right now, but during the recession, I, I, I could imagine it going back up a little more. In Cali, gas is like $6 a gallon. Here in Pennsylvania, that shit is $4 a gallon. You know what I mean? So let's try to save and make as much money as possible. Invest as much as we can. Um, Get our credit right for sure. Because when a recession comes, if you're trying to do certain things, they only going to look at people with the best credit. You know what I mean? And if your shit's at five hundred eighty, you know I mean? You might get overlooked for a lot of shit. And yeah, you might be able to get on the firm and, and put something on a four, five, six month payment plan, but a 
a firm don't really I don't think they really report to the credit bureaus unless you default on them niggas. And then they're going to tell everybody. So, I mean, let's define this year and make it to what we need to be. If you're going to use this year to, you know, focus on your education and finish your degree or finish these semesters strong and do your best in that, then do that. I mean, if you're going to use this semester to um, start building your brand and and, and being more, uh, just more available on on social media and do that. Like whatever you're going to do, whatever you want to do, let's define it now so that for the next eight months, seven months, we know exactly what we're doing. We know exactly what we're striving for. We know exactly what our goals are. You know what I mean, write them shits down and look at them every day, you know, visualize your goals on a regular and say, you know what I mean? I can see myself in a big house. Look at visualize the house, visualize yourself in that kitchen. In the living room, the backyard, the porch. Think about the car that's going to be in your driveway or in your garage. You know what I mean? Think about if you're going to have a family, if you got a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a husband, a wife, any kids running around. Like, visualize your success. Because if you can't see it, then you don't believe it. You know what I mean? Think about you going to the ATM and swiping your card to get $20 out to, to do something, but... You know, think about getting that receipt at the end of that transaction and looking at your 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 statement balance. How much does it say? Yeah, you know I mean, does it say you know your normal little couple hundred dollars, your little thousand dollars, your little ten thousand, whatever it is? Yeah, you know I mean, visualize success to that. Visualize a higher number. Yeah, you know I mean, visualize working out on a regular and how you're going to look after that after those results. Visualize what your body's going to transform into. Do you have more muscles? Do you have more leg muscles? Do you have more abs? Do you have a stronger back? You know what I mean? Do you run a lot? Do you do you visualize yourself running a marathon? You know what I mean? Do you visualize yourself, if you're like a teacher or a nurse or or someone that's working with others, like visualize what success looks like that to you. Are you the teacher right now, but in five years you want to be the principal running the whole school? You know what I mean? Are you a nurse right now, but... In a couple of years, you're going to be the, uh, the 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 director for the whole department you're in. You know what I mean, like if you're in business or or um, what's it called? Uh, whatever. You know what I mean, let's let's just keep it business. You know what I mean, are you are you like on the lower end of the totem pole right now? But visualize yourself as a head honcho in charge. You know what I mean, you you top dog now. You top boy. You know what I mean, so. You got to visualize your success, define this share, and make it to what you want it to be. Because if you don't, then you're never going to believe that you can get to the to that level. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, just do that. I did see a um, last thing I'll talk about this is just, remember a couple of weeks ago we talked with Paige and we talked about the Michael Beasley interview on the Pivot podcast with Ryan Clark, Fred Taylor, Shannon Crowder, um, Dope, dope episode, but they got another dope one with Shaq that I was just watching recently. And, you know, Shaq is like one of those people, at least for me, he's like, not only is he seven foot tall, but I feel like he's bigger than he's bigger than life. You know, he's bigger than basketball. He does a lot. You see him active in like different spaces and shit like that. And he's giving an interview. He's talking about how he had a dad who wasn't his biological dad. Um, but he didn't know that until he was like 11 years old when he found out his, his dad wasn't his real dad. 
but his, his dad that raised him was like a drill sergeant who was in the military. He taught him discipline. He taught him that, you know, never to be satisfied with, with things. He would say that, you know, when he was in high school and shit, he would bring home trophies to, like, to the crib and shit. He'd sit him down, let his dad see him, and his dad would remove him from the crib. And then I think he said, like, after, like, a couple months or a year of, like, always bringing home trophies and shit and then never seeing him again, his drill sergeant dad who raised him told him, like, bro, he didn't say bro, but he told him, like, I don't want you to be satisfied with this. You know what I mean? With just getting a trophy and feeling like, oh, you you did enough. That's good enough. You know what I mean? And that shit really resonated with me because definitely at times, like, when we when we reach our goals and when we start to do what we want to do, we get complacent. And it's like one of the things I learned in the military and, and probably why Shaq's dad instilled this in him is that complacency kills. And once you get comfortable, like, if you if you on a mission and you in one of these foreign territories and you get comfortable all like, yeah, we I mean we set up shop here, ain't nobody gonna come here, they know we here, like we good. Once you get complacent, people will run up on you. You could lose it all. So I see why, you know what I mean, that was instilled in Shaq because you get complacent, you get comfortable, oh yeah, I got a trophy, I'm nice, I'm the GOAT. I mean, I ain't gotta worry about nothing. Now you're not working on your craft as much, you're not putting in the same amount of work. You think you reached the top, but you ain't even there yet. So Shaq talked a lot about how, like, you know, when he got to L.A. And he was just starting out. Like, he's like, I mean, I ain't even achieved nothing yet. He ain't getting nothing yet. Like, he wasn't getting, like, the deals he wanted to get. He wasn't getting, like, the endorsements and shit. So it's like, you got to win. You got to you gotta go out here and go above and beyond and, and don't settle for just, you know, what your immediate goal is. But after you get that goal, shit, bet, say less. Now I got to figure out something better than I could do. Something else I can achieve because what I just achieved, it ain't enough. It's never enough. Don't don't sell yourself short for just, oh, yeah, I did this and I got it done and that's that's cool. That's fine and dandy. Nah, there's more to get. There's more to do. There's more to achieve. There's more people to help and affect. You know what I mean? So definitely watch that Shaq interview. It's on YouTube, the Pivot Podcast. Um, I feel like he dropped a lot of knowledge, a lot of gems. A lot of just insight into the type of person he is. He talked about his marriage. He talked about his kids. He talked about how he was raised. Um, he talked about his mom and 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 shit like that. So it's definitely definitely a good watch, and I recommend it for anybody that's even if you're not into sports because they don't really talk sports. But a lot of shit that Shaq says like it 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 transcends sports. I mean, it's not about just sports because he's like, I mean, I I did it in basketball and that's that and that. But he also talks about investing. And being partners with other people and, and believing in other people and, I mean, just never settling, bro. And I feel like that was a, that was a, it was a great interview, man. It was a great interview. But we're going to wrap this up soon. So, um, yeah, man, just bear with me, bro. Got a couple more things to get to and then we're going to get up out of here, bro. It's episode 30, 35. It's Mornings with Omar. You know what we doing here, man. If you still here, shout out to you, man. Shout out to the fellas, shout out to the ladies, shout out to the younger listeners, the younger audience. The mental health is a, is a is a sacred space, man. You gotta control that. You gotta hold that. You gotta treat that shit with everything you got. Can't let nobody in there. You master your mind. You can master a lot of things. 
it's up to us to to get where we trying to go. We can't. She said, "Baby, keep me closely. Love it when you hold me. Hold on. Know that I'm a real one. I don't do no ghosting. I know that you love me. You don't gotta show me off to the world. Please hide me from the police. Everywhere you go, we together. Inseparable. You know I'm down for whatever. Protective of you. I don't wanna use protection with you." Put the glove and keep you safe if you ever get loose Never put you in a jam, hold whatever for you When you first shot your shot, I knew you would be the one to hit the spot Only you can make it clap for the homies I am not on the late nights, me and you circling the block Trying to make it pop Put that pussy nigga across the street from Cherry Park Hope we don't get caught Don't you break my heart Love how you illuminate my thoughts Nothing I can do for you but sit and wait Contemplate Did we leave a trail? Did we make mistakes? Can't drop on your bill, can't check on your case Know that you won't tell, that's why I'm afraid You'll probably never get to see the light of day I'm ashamed to say I think I hate you now We should've took them on the chase cause I can't save you now At least give me a chance to try to lay him down Is you tripping? You forgetting that we made these vows? Still here I am, waiting around, dreaming that you coming home. Write your wrongs, take me out. I can't wait until you bust it down. Probably go a hundred rounds. Hey man, so I had my first eye exam, right? And this is like my first eye exam in life, bro. Like I'm 30, I never had an eye exam. Like I went to the doctor, like tested my vision. Oh yeah, you got 20-20 vision, but I had my first eye exam ever. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm getting some new glasses. Um, so anybody out there who's never had an eye exam, bro, you definitely want to do that. You know what I mean, because I found out that I had like some some fucking damage to like my 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 pupil or some shit or my iris or aritis or some shit. And, I, you know, possibly could get glaucoma and shit like that. You, you lose your vision, you never get back. So you just got to be aware of certain shit like that, man. So if you never had a, a eye exam, definitely, definitely like go get an eye exam, bro, because... You don't want to lose your vision randomly and be like, what the fuck? I can't see shit. So, that's that. Um, but we're going to like go to sports and wrap this up. NBA playoffs is here. The NFL draft is happening today, right now. So, hopefully, when you see this or hear this tomorrow, hopefully your team drafted somebody well. I, I ain't even check who my team drafted right now. But uh, shout out to my Bengals next year. It's all year. And you motherfuckers, I don't care if Deshaun Watson's in our division. I don't care if... Motherfucking the Bills got Josh Allen or Justin Herbert. or I don't care about none of these motherfuckers because we went to the Super Bowl last year and we did it with a bad offensive line. And by damn it, we had a, we didn't even have that great of a regular season. So I have nothing but confidence in us this year. 
And we're going to turn this shit up for sure. Um, But, yeah, NFL play uh, NFL playoffs. NBA playoffs is here. Uh, a lot of teams, the Nuggets already got, you know, gentlemen swept out. Um, did they, what is it? They lost 3-2, 4-2 or 4-1. Either way, they out of here. Um, I got the Warriors going to the finals. That's That was my, before the playoffs started, my prediction was Warriors and Philly in the finals. How I'm feeling about that now, and a little shaky. I still got the Warriors going because they're a veteran team. They've been there before. They know how to win, and they don't quit. Steph Curry, still Steph Curry. Klay Thompson looking healthy. Draymond could still ball with the best of them. Big man, small man, it don't matter. You can guard them all. Um, Jordan Poole came alive. Gary Payton Jr., the second, whatever, he's been balling. So I really like the Warriors as my pick, and I'm sticking to it. They got the Grizzlies next round, but I don't think the Grizzlies is 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 ready for that for that challenge yet. Um, and the others on the other part of it, uh, Phoenix and and Dallas, they both play tonight. The games ain't over yet, so I can't even really tell you like what's it looking like right now. But I can see Phoenix and and my 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 picks before was Phoenix and Golden State in the Western Conference Finals. Golden State beating Phoenix in the seven, so we'll see how that goes. In the East, I had, I thought it fucking the Nets was going to beat Brooklyn in six. Even though they lost the first two, I thought the Nets would, would string together four straight. Crazy me, that didn't happen at all. So Boston swept the, the Nets, got them up out of here. Hopefully Ben Simmons changed things for them next year, but right now it ain't looking good for them boys. Um... Let's see, the, the the Heat just gentlemen swept the Hawks, got them out of here in five. So they go next round to play, I think, the Celtics, okay? Or no, 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 the Bucks, because the Bucks just beat, yeah, the Bucks just beat, um, Brook, not Brooklyn, Chicago in five. So we got the Heat against the, the Bucks and... I can see that game going seven games. And, oh, man, it wasn't my original pick. My original pick was was the Heat to win against them. And I don't know if I want to stick with them. Actually, I'll stick with the Heat. The Heat beat the Bucks, And Philly against Philly, hopefully they win tonight. Philly against Boston. I originally thought this, the Nets would win, so now I got to reconsider this on the fly. Uh, man, Boston just looks too good. They got them. They got some shoot. If James Harden don't, if James Harden steps it up and starts averaging like twenty five a game, I got Philly. My, they was my pick. Philly against Golden State in the finals. I'm a little shaky on it right now. So, if Harden averages at least twenty five, I got Philly going to the to the conference finals. If James Harden averages anything under twenty five, Boston's going to win. If Boston plays. The Heat or the Bucks, uh, uh, the Heat or the Bucks is going to the finals against Golden State. So my random picks is going to be Golden State and Miami. That's my picks. Uh, set it in stone right now. Write it down. Omar said Golden State against Miami. I got Golden State in six games. That's that's it. Golden State in six. All right. I don't I don't I don't think I have anything else man I think that's it
I think we're done. Oh yeah, before I go, going to a wedding this week. Shout out to my pops and my stepmom. They're getting married after like 20, 20 years together. What a beautiful thing. Round of applause to them. Only been to like two other weddings in life. My sisters, my aunts, and now my pops is finally settling down. So, you know, love is love. I can't wait for it. Um, so next week's episode may be a little delayed just because of the festivities, but um, just know we'll be back and we're gonna have a lot to talk about. But before we go, I want I want to leave y'all with something good, man. Here we go. Let's get some blast in here and then we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna get a couple blast tracks because just because I like blast, man. Uh, I don't even. I'll let this one rock and now end with something else, but. I'm going to come back in a second. Don't play humble, I know you a freak. Don't make them like you, they when extinct. Pull up to your trap to get my free. That's on me. Hey, what's the problem? You say nothing, but act like you got one. Act like you don't want me, I am not. You play hard to get, but girl, I got you. I got you. Do the good, 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 bad. Ups and the downs, I still be here for you Let, let me cater to you, she said I see how you move Don't play me for no fool, long as you keep it solid You can read what you choose, just be for real, dog. Just be for real, just be for real, dog. Just be for real, you the type they kill for The type they kill, just drop the top down And let it peel, just be for real, dog. Just be for real, just be for real, dog. Just be for real here we go. We're going to end this on this note. This is Blast. Pick your poison. My favorite song off the album so far. I thank y'all for tuning in, man. Until um, next time, stay safe. Stay sucker free. Keep doing your thing. Don't settle for less. Keep going. Keep grinding. We here. We ain't done yet. God still got us. Let's go. You ain't voiceless. Easier when said than done. We can't destroy this. No. But I got faith that we gon' be okay At the end of the day Thicker than it's you and me Don't play You scared of history we got Ain't no mystery so stop It can even be your way Just don't give my love away I got faith that we gon' be okay Oh I want all the smoke Girl, I go to war for you to murder as she wrote I need that reciprocated, demonstrated slow Don't we still got hope? Got me at my lowest when my back against the ropes You must think I won't Don't take it for granted, girl, you fucking with the gold You might understand it when I really up and go But let's be honest, I don't see us falling down that slope, no But I need you to pick your poison Never force, yes, of course, you got choices In a heated moment, speak upon it, you ain't voiceless Easier when said than done, we can't destroy this, no but I got faith that we gon' be okay At the end of the day Thicker than it's you and me Don't play You scared of history we got Ain't no mystery so stop It can even be your way Stay out the way, keep doing your thing We out